Fierce Fan Media. I'm going to talk about... Oh. Yeah. Yeah? I'm on, <laughs> I'm on day four. Are, are you really? Mm-hmm. That's Good awesome. It sucks. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is Good. the first time. This is the evening, everybody. Is, Welcome to oh. the weekly wind down. I would like to make an announcement. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> we have Aaron Zach with us tonight, best-selling author. <laughs> she managed to squeeze us into her schedule, thank like you. the snob she is. Thank you, thank you. She's you know, really, it's just an honor to be here. It's an honor to be here. An honor just to be recognized. <laughs> <laughs> thank you that's it seriously it feels really fucking good i'm not gonna lie <laughs> all right that's enough out of aaron yeah okay. bird, do you remember do you remember me bird from b- before you were famous i do i do okay. zero drinks oh <laughs> <laughs> nice to know some things never change uh i'm jackie d the literary lesbian i'm stacy the new age old school mom I'm Stacy, the political princess. <laughs> I'm Erin, the geeky gal. I think your name should just now be best-selling author. I mean, it can be. I'm fine with that. Erin <laughs> Zach, the best-selling author. No, That's don't let this deal. go to my head. I don't like that. Uh, literally not possible. I know, right? Like, I still don't believe it myself. Anyways, Julie, right. it's all you. I'm Julie, the not-so-lipstick lesbian. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. So, um, so I, uh, my wife and I went up to, well, we brought the kid too. So the three of us went up to Mendocino this last week. I was like, wow, you two went somewhere alone. No, never. (laughs) Um, and we stopped. So Lex Lex is really good at like making me like anyone who's traveled with me knows that I kind of get on like, we have to get there. This is what we're doing. Like blah, blah, blah. I'm 100% sure I get it from my father whatever so she's really good about like if something looks fun making me like pull off and like stop at certain places so she made me stop at this uh winery on the way back down and it's called brashley and it's uh up near mendocino um and it's really cute because it's a combination of the two owners names uh brandon and ashley so it's called brashley uh and the guy there was so freaking nice we're the only ones at the winery because it was like 11 a.m anyway I tasted this one Pinot that was fucking delicious, but because they're a small winery and only sell wine on the property, they have a bunch left over from last season. So the cases of this wine I liked were only $120 per case, which comes out to $10 per bottle, which is a real good price. So I was only going to buy one, but Lex made me buy two. So I came back and I told uh, Stacy that like, I just spent $300 in wine like this weekend but I got 36 bottles out of it. So, um, nice. yeah, that's a that's freaking awesome. bargain, my friend. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So awesome. we stopped there. And so that's what I'm drinking tonight. I'm drinking Brashley vineyard. It's super cute. It's in the middle of the redwoods. So hey, that's, that's awesome. cute. But also that sounds like a, um, you know, when couples have shared Facebook profiles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ah, but here's favorite. the cool thing. So we were talking oh. to the guy who was like working the front, but he was telling us, these people are so nice. Like I tried to tip him. He didn't even want tips. He was like, believe me when I tell you that these people take very good care of us. Like you don't have to tip us here. So I felt good about like buying wine from them too, because apparently they pay their employees really. They gave Lincoln an ice cream. They gave him a free t-shirt. Like, Oh my gosh. 
it was like a real family owned winery. His three kids were there with his wife, like hanging out. So um, it was, and the wine is fucking fantastic. That's awesome. I'm drinking Rashley from Last Creek Vineyard Pinot Noir tonight. Nice. Um, I'm drinking Raymond Hill Chardonnay. I really like it. I, it's my first time trying it. Um, I tried it last night just to see, um, if it was any just good. To take it I, on a test run. Just the tip. Yeah. I take it on a test <laughs> run. I was cleaning out my closet and I lost my motivation. So I thought if I drank, I would get my motivation back. Um, so yeah, it's super good. I'll buy it again. Just the tip. Yeah. <laughs> just to see how it feels. Um, I am drinking the <laughs> McGrail Pinot Grigio that we got a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. in Livermore and it was delightful. It was, it was like really the good. one they were pouring when we walked in and like so good. I don't really love Pinot Grigio. I'm not like a huge white wine fan, but like it's delicious. They had some good whites that day. They yeah. had some like really good whites. Yeah, yeah. it's delish. Big fan. And it's uh. not a truly margarita. You know, oh my god, are you going yeah. Oh, you're saying it's I said not. It's not. Oh, I was like, Geez. I mean, kind of. I have a water. <laughs> no, that's not a thing. All right. Aaron, I'm drinking? drinking. Um, what am I drinking? I'm oh my drinking. God, she brought her cooler out. I did. I bring my cooler out. <laughs> my little, my little uh, cloud in the rainbow cooler. Uh, three daughters, watermelon wheat ale. Uh, it's obviously a beer. It's so good. Three Daughters in, is in St. Pete. Um, it's super, it's like one of my favorite breweries down here and it's super good. This is just their small batch series. So it's only available for like the next month. Um, I love it. It's literally one of my very favorite beers. So whenever it's available, I'm like, we are fancy it. as fuck tonight. Like oh my God, right? limited edition beer. Yeah. <laughs> And it's not vodka. I'm so we bought like small batch local wine. Yeah, I do want to say something about fucking California wines. I mean, when I was there with you, I know I have not really forayed into that. There's something about it; just hits different when you're in California (laughs) drinking wine. It's like I don't know what this is, but it's delicious. Like (laughs) God. Now Ugh. you understand why we're so snobby about wine. Honestly, we're, like, I swear to God, I, I really literally, like someone said something to me about like, I, I thought you didn't like red wines. And I was like, it, I don't know what it is. There's something about California red wine mm-hmm. that like hits different. It's just yeah. like, good. like drinking velvet. Like yes. it's just, it's so just good. Good. Mm-hmm. Oh God. I you get to be one that. of those people that says, I only like California red wine. <laughs> I, that's, seriously. Right. Like I. Get that Michigan shit out of here. <laughs> or that Pennsylvania shit. Oh, God, that was terrible. It just Fuck. reminds me of Schitt's Creek fruit wine. Every time someone <laughs> mentions Pennsylvania wine, I'm like, it's the it's fruit wine. It's literally that. It's yeah. so bad. Yeah. Julie? Oh, you know, it's my whiskey and Red Bull. That's that's what I drink. All right. Sounds like a yeah. very good, a very good vintage. You guys are very <laughs> fancy tonight. Not not me. That's whiskey and rebel. <laughs> All right, Julie, hit us with your space corner. Ooh. Okay. Um, it's been a very exciting week for space. So it has been. That and like leaving, leaving this planet is sounding better and better. So well, there's there's so much. I honestly haven't even narrowed it all down because I usually do that during the cast. If you haven't looked at any of the James Webb images, you have to. They look absolutely fantastic. 
Um, but I think we covered that last time. There's debris coming from a China space station that's going to be hitting Earth on Saturday. So that's exciting. 7 a.m. Yeah. They, I know. <clears throat> Did they finally figure out where it's going to hit? They're no. estimating North Africa right now, but that could change depending okay. on like velocity. And so- oh, sorry. They're gonna take out, it's going to take out Florida. I didn't know the South Africa thing. All I know is that they try to aim it for the least impact of people if there's even a one in ten thousand chance it's gonna hurt anybody uh nasa gets involved with start trying to direct it to a different place so it's probably gonna land in the ocean like it like but it's not from nasa it's from china yeah but if they 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 still have well china has a nasa yeah do they let me check yeah i mean i'm sure they do haven't you ever seen you don't just be throwing rockets up in the orbit like without a yeah a central command of some kind i didn't even know this was happening yeah, that's has a China. <laughs> there's some lady um, on tiktok like the, tracking the space is. lady yeah yeah the other space astro lady. alex no i have a different one. Oh, yeah, space I have a, Kate. A space yeah i forget which one i the brunette one that has the baby Sp- space Kate. yeah sure I think that's fine too. Yeah. China have different space ladies. China has their (laughs) own space department. It's called the China Aerospace Science and Technology Corporation. They work with NASA. But anyways, if there's a one in a 10,000 chance it's going to hurt anybody, they get rid of it. Um, Hmm. Like blow it out of the sky? 70% water, right? Like the likelihood... All, but also, this is not the first time China's let their shit drop. Like, they need to get it together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for being well, so it, smart. What is it, Jax? Wasn't it like back in 2016, the same thing happened mm-hmm. where their debris fell in the Indian Ocean? Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That's like, what I'm saying. They need to get their shit together. Yeah, keep your shit in space, man. <laughs> they don't care. They're like, uh, whatever. <laughs> I mean, I mean, that's true. The likelihood of it landing in the ocean, but that doesn't mean there's not motherfuckers out in the ocean. Nope. There could be a boat. Could you imagine? Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, that would be... Well, not just that. What about the poor fish? Yeah. I don't... I feel like the fish have high enough senses that they move out of the way. Like, I feel like something coming that fast down. I would hope anyways. I mean, it's I don't like know. It's like they get caught a lot. <laughs> <laughs> their track record's not great so far <laughs> i want to get all of these they've almost um, let themselves get caught out of extinction right <laughs> they might need to start paying better attention i mean to be fair like humans are the worst like we're the fucking well worst. yeah yeah <laughs> that is true um they i don't i don't know if you guys have read about the capstone project oh it's so it's their first step towards paving the way um for the artemis mission that will put astronauts back on the moon it's it's from the enchanted lake of mars so i I don't i don't want to get my facts wrong here you put me on the spot because we normally do the the space corner at the end all right we'll circle back to you we'll circle back. okay because this is actually really cool but i want to get all my stuff lined up for you can go ahead and ignore the rest of what we're talking about and get your shit together i'm sorry we did a surprise podcast on you that you weren't (laughs) adequately prepared (laughs) you know how much my phone rings (laughs) 
all right. So, um, what do you guys think about the um, woman raising a million dollars off Matt Gates hating on her? Is that beautiful? I'd love to see it. Love to fucking see that. So, for those who don't know, um, despicable human being and basic just sewer sludge Matt Gates out of Florida. Um, he <laughs> body shamed a woman on Twitter, basically saying that no one would want to get her pregnant, blah, blah, blah. She wouldn't need an abortion. Cause... Yeah, she wouldn't need an abortion because no one would want to get her pregnant. And so she turned that around and has raised a million dollars in abortion funds. Here's the here's the irony of Matt Gates running his mouth about fucking anything is that this man is literally being investigated for trafficking teenage girls. Mm-hmm. He paid for sex with sex workers on Venmo. Yeah, like a fucking idiot. Mm-hmm. And, and and is being investigated for human trafficking for teenage girls. So the fucking audacity to say anything to a woman ever again is number one. Also, has he looked in a fucking mirror? Oh my God, oh my he's God. so he, ugly. He literally he's looks so like a man. Like he looks like he <laughs> literally is like but like unearthed him out of ice. You know what? If here, here's my little like sliver of hope that I found in it. We all know that I tend to like err on the side of fucking destruction when it comes to this stuff. But if the response to Matt Gates running his mouth, his mouth about this woman is that this woman has now been able to raise a million dollars for abortion funds across the United States. Epic. And do you guys follow her? Cause she's real funny. She's She's very very funny. funny. Mm -hmm. And like unapologetically. Her her memes are spot on. Yeah. So funny. So, so impressive. So I'm here for it. Keep running your mouth, Matt Gates. Let's raise some more money for abortion funds across the United States. Right. 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 Floridian, stop fucking voting for him. What's wrong with you? Not you, Aaron, obviously, but like. Yeah, Aaron, stop voting for Matt Gates. (laughs) Oh, God, never. I would never. (laughs) Did anybody here watch your documentary on Netflix called The Most Hated Man on the Internet? No, no. Tell me everything. I saw you posted about that. Yeah, I want to know. Okay, so this dude Hunter Moore started this website called Are You Still Up, and he it was revenge porn. So oh. people would send in pictures after their ex like cheats on them. He, they would send Hunter pictures of nudes that the girl had sent, and he would post them for the world to see. That's and super illegal. And it was, it was not illegal, apparently, as long as he had people that were age checking and making sure that they were over 18. And so this girl, like, had her kids taken from her because the baby daddies were like, if you're doing this kind of thing, like, because she was actually like, go ahead, ahead. sorry. She was actually like trying to start like kind of an OnlyFans type thing. So she was actually like soliciting pictures for money to make some money to take care of her two kids. The baby daddies. So she gave consent for these pictures is why it's not illegal. Because if somebody sends you a a naked picture, you cannot go. And if you send that picture to anybody else, I just bonded a guy out for it. (laughs) Like, like seriously, like it's... Maybe there was a different step. I, I have to watch it, or maybe laws are right. different. Right, it was probably states. like a little while ago. There's probably been laws made right. because this guy ruined lives. So the two baby daddies she had took her kids and said, like, if you're doing this type of shit, you're not fit to be a mom. So she kind of started the ball rolling. Of we need to get this guy taken down. Then there was another girl. Her nudes were leaked from an ex. 
and she got put on the site and she went into depression. She was suicidal. Her mom actually like fought really hardcore, hired lawyers, fought for years to shut down this website. Well, he created this mass following of all these people that worshiped it. It was like a cult. Of course he did. Of course he did. (laughs) So he had this cult following that would send him money and then it turned into almost like, um, you know, those sites, like a gore site. So people were lighting oh, like bottle rockets off in their assholes and posting oh. that kind of shit. <laughs> so that it was, it was like an extremist <laughs> site, which just created an even bigger following. And so it turned into where he hired a guy that his partner would hack into people's, if somebody was like, this guy's a piece of shit, he's literally the worst then his little partner would go in and hack into their phones and their emails and whatever and steal their stuff. But he did it so like under the radar that they couldn't pinpoint it to him to arrest him. So he started having like legal battles, but he was winning everything. So he became the most hated man on the internet. And the more you would say like, this guy sucks, the more he would target the shit out of you and post crazy stuff about you he would dig into your past and like post crazy stuff and ruin your life basically Holy cow. so this what this mom she really fought him took him to court did all this stuff and so he changed it to say extra f you every time i post these revenge porn pictures of these girls sending nudes to their exes or to their boyfriends and then turn exes i'm going to start posting their locations with it their addresses So it got like really like scary to be posted on this site. His audience loved it. They loved it. They were like all about it. So the people that ended up on the site were getting death threats. They were, you know, like getting stuff at their houses, like pictures taken of their front windows. Like I know where you live. Oh my God. Crazy shit. So because the police and the courts couldn't do anything because he skirted so carefully around the law. That guy anonymous, you know, the group anonymous, mm-hmm. but is a guy got involved and the vigilante justice that this guy did to him. He got his passport revoked. He put him on the do not fly list. He ruined <laughs> his credit. He like got his social security number and like fucked up his entire life. And it was so amazing because all I'm thinking in the middle of this show is like, I hope this guy goes to jail. I hope he gets a bunch of jail time. Like, please let him go to jail. But this was so much better. Like, Anonymous (laughs) destroyed this man. And it was fantastic. And in the end, he does go to jail. Well, because like, who the fuck do you think you are? That is cool. That is super cool. Yeah, it was cool. I, I don't, I don't understand. We've talked about this on here before, but I don't understand why so often men hashtag not all men but usually it's men uh think that women are like a property or a commodity that can be traded and used to extort or manipulate or like whatever like because they've been successful at it well people were cheering this dude on is Mm -hmm. his big thing was if you don't want your nudes posted on on the internet don't send them to anybody don't take them but then he was they're the ones to pressure that pressure you to send them in the first place Uh He was hacking into people's private emails to steal them. So even if like you took a picture of yourself and you kept it to yourself, he was getting them. So like 
really unfair. But halfway through, he goes on Dr. Phil and Dr. Phil talks to him about bullying. So once his court like stuff got a little bit scary and he was starting to like rack up some like little bills and stuff, he ended up selling his, the name, the domain name to an anti-bullying site. So then everybody threw him a party. He's reformed. He's amazing. Oh, now gross. he's an anti-bully, like preacher, whatever. So he like he's on TV as this anti-bully guy because he sold his super valuable website and now he's a hero. But he turns around and has a party like the next weekend and says, it was all for show. I just got a bunch of money. And here's like, are you still up part two? And it's even worse. And that's when he launches it into being their addresses come with it. So like he had everybody fooled. Like everybody thought he was some great hero for being anti-bullying and then it got even worse. So, you know, this dude, no matter what happens to him, he's not going to be like reformed. He is just an absolute piece of shit. Don't you just want to ask these guys, like who fucking hurt you? Right. Like, like what happened to you as a child? Hurt you to who make bully you, so- you so bad that you are the ultimate bully. Well, like, why would you ruin people's lives? Like, why because of nude photos? Like, get over yourself, bro. Right. Like, that's right. what is wrong with you? And yeah. also, right, women wouldn't send nude photos if men weren't asking for them. So right. it's really easy to blame women for selling nude photos, like. It's just, it's, it's, or not selling, but sending nude photos when yeah. fucking men. Ugh, gross, I think you really get like unsolicited tit pics. No. You know what I mean? It's dick. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right. So, yeah. Girls just thing. aren't out sending pictures of their titties to like, it, like or their, I do it or all their, the time. Or their pusses. <laughs> it's not like you just got like a puss pic just popping up. That's on how phone. I start every conversation. I mean, <laughs> Yeah. Good morning. <laughs> Too bad. Uh, another really bad is this guy, Hunter Moore, had a serious girlfriend through all this. Who was very, very committed to him, which is Ew. oh my god, how gross. and, and why? She claims to be uh, like he had the wool pulled over my eyes throughout the whole thing, and you're going, mm, you are just as bad as him. There and is then no wool that thick. She tries to redeem herself and say that one person reached out to her and said. He ruined my life and I became suicidal. And that one person changed her perspective on the whole thing. And I'm like, you did not like go around being this guy's cheerleader and arm candy for all this time and support him. And one person like, you know, and you, you had to wait stories. for someone to reach out to you to know that something like that would ruin someone's life. Right. And I'm going to when girls Phil act like they're so shit. stupid. I know. Yeah. Like, quit acting stupid. You're, but, you're like. You're, you're making us all look stupid when you act that stupid. Well, isn't that I just part had of no that, idea. But isn't that like, part of that cult mentality, though? Like, she was clearly brainwashed. You know, like, remember yeah. that Nexium? Yeah. One, like, and that chick was like, finally, she figured out this is fucked up when she let herself get branded. Like, right. she's like, but I think it's a little easier in a cult because you're surrounded by other people who also don't think it's weird. I yeah. think we let women on easily sometimes in their complacency in these these situations. Like, I agree with you that. Know what a dirt. How much would it take for you to hear that your boyfriend is taking pictures of breaking into women's email oh, yeah. accounts, taking yeah. their naked literally one second online yeah. to get custody and shit taken away? We wouldn't even be broken children. up. I would be like, I'd be calling the police. Like, right? I'd be, like, don't. Yeah. Yeah. The whole yeah. like it would vigilante his ass. Yeah. 
We yeah. watched it happen with right. Melania Trump too. Everyone held out hope that like, oh, free mm-hmm. Melania, poor, poor Melania. No, she, no. Was, she knew what she was doing. She was, she was she's a so terrible compulsive. person also. Like, yeah, come right. on. Marjorie Taylor Greene's husband, terrible person just mm-hmm. by proximity. Like, yep. we, yep. women have to take some responsibility in these types of situations. And listen, right. I'm not saying that like, Every woman that gets cheated on should know they're being cheated on. I'm not talking about that. But this guy is clearly fucking doing people wrong. And man, women, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. He's intentionally hurting people. For what? Do people's lives get to be destroyed because they cheated? Like, not by you. They can be taken to court by their significant other, taken for everything they're worth, have to play child support. But that's not on you to decide A lot that. of them weren't even, like cheating like right. it started off as like a little right. bit of revenge porn but yeah. then it turned into just if you were insulting to him he made it like his little mission Ugh. to find out dirt about you and then this poor girl that got her kids taken away at first I was like oh this girl's an idiot like she she did kind of I, I say only fans but I think it was before only fans was a thing she did kind of like some soft core like stuff to like make money but then but he like choice. trapped her right totally her yeah. choice but then he trapped her into this thing where he was like if you want to like really be famous on my site and start getting followers and make a ton of money you need to do something extreme so why don't you try these things and i'm not going to get super graphic on her but she turned into butthole girl that was her Mm. name on the site i don't think you gotta get any more graphic than that you said like i was at a point where i was like my kids are taken away i don't know what to do i looked to him for help Mm -hmm. to try to make it better and i was like oh honey and he just made it worse and worse and worse. And she became, she was made a fool of instead of made of famous. When you, yes. when, what is, is she on this series? The documentary? She is yeah. in the documentary talking about it. Yeah. She's in the first like 15 minutes and she's got like a 10 minute segment about how she became butthole girl. Was she on drugs? Is that why her kids got taken away? No, the, the baby daddies took them away because she, fell into so fast becoming an internet fool of on a porn you know type of it's it's just been my experience knowing people like this because I deal with people in and out of jail a lot that a lot of the women that I've encountered that would partake in these kinds of things are on drugs like and not that say she didn't say that I mean it's totally possible but she just made it sound like she found a way to make some easy money to take care of these two kids by herself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, yeah, that makes sense. But too. here's the thing too. So what? Like porn isn't illegal. If, if porn a woman, one thing. Yeah. If, if here's the thing about like porn and, and sex, like work, sex and work and all mm-hmm. of those types of things i don't think anyone grows up being like i want to be a sex worker when i grow up that's like the maybe some do i don't know but i think the vast majority of of individuals that fall into that uh profession that was not their first choice right it's right. it's out of survival and desperation and a need to just stay alive also it's supply and demand you're people are hating on this woman and destroying her life over something that if mm. people weren't clicking and buying it and mm. and buying into oh, it and that's and the thing it attention it wouldn't go anywhere you so know what i think is interesting 
like how destigmatized it is now because yeah. I saw, you know, how you see those TikToks that are like, uh, they're like salary ones where they just ask people like, how much money do you make? Or like, how much money do you have the bank? They asked this one lady and she was like, I don't know, like 1.2, 1.3. And he was like million. And she's like, yeah. And he was the like, okay, one. cool, cool. Yeah. What do you do? And she was like, I saw pictures of my feet. I saw that one too. Yeah. But also. So it's not like you. out of necessity. It's like, oh, well, I can make more money selling oh, yeah. pictures of my feet than I could as a teacher. Yeah. yeah. I, I just don't, I don't understand the stigma around it. Like it, <laughs> sex work wouldn't exist if people weren't willing to pay for, for sex. Like so, right. the people that have yeah. to, the people that complain about it shouldn't act like they don't watch porn. Hey, and here's the thing too. If some of these high, high end uh, call girls, and I call them that because that is what they're called. I'm not trying to be offensive to anyone. They're making more money than I will ever see in my fucking life. Like yeah. <laughs> cash, 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 cash money. Yeah. And you know what? If anybody thinks that you don't pay for sex, you're sorely, we all pay mm-hmm. for sex transactionally in some way or another, whether it's through dinner, movies, mm-hmm. like care, whatever, you know, you, you can tell when your significant other is looking for sex intentionally, like by doing certain things, treating you a certain way, behaving in certain, like we all pay for it, time, money, devotion, like all these things. Mm-hmm. This is just simplified the transaction of leaving money on the bedside table and staying out of your life. How is that any different? Like, right. if you have a problem with that, you need to take a look at your relationship and figure out why are you worried about it? Are yeah. you worried about your it's partner less- stepping out on you for it? It's less like you're paying for the actual sex and more like you're paying for the no emotion part of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you go to stripper talk on your, on your ticky talkie, these girls are bringing home. Hella money. Hella money. Good for them. Get their fucking like, cash, girl. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel bad saying, saying the drug thing because I know that's not true, but just to me, like if you're in a mental, the people that I have, you're the talking bar about is a little exploited, lower. Exploited, not yeah. people who are willingly participating in sex work. Mm-hmm. There's right. a very big right. difference. Right, right, yeah. That's I guess what I'm trying. Thank you. That's what I'm trying to explain. I'm not saying stripper, all stripper. The desperation that goes along with yeah. being right. in that with situation. like, oh my god, I just lost my kids. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a reason right. a mom loses her kids. Uh, a court is not just going to take kids away from the mom. You have to severely. You have to fuck demonstrate up. that they're yeah. You have to really fuck up for that to happen. Mm-hmm. And I understand that it happens and people end up in bad situations and stuff, but also it was kind of like a maturity thing for me because I know Jax, we've had this conversation before when we were way younger, when I was like 16, 17, 18, I was like, no, it should stay illegal. Like, especially like prostitution, because I feel like, you know, why always been for legalizing it? Me. Yeah. Jax used to tell, no, no, no. So like, it was kind of like, let's keep honest people honest was like my idea of like, let's not tempt, put temptation in front of like a married man. But the, the older I got and the more like, you know, life experience I had, you know, three, four or five years in, I was like, no, I totally agree with Jax. Mm-hmm. Let's tax it. Let's put the money into. Protect like, them. 
That's mm-hmm. what I was yes, saying. You've yes, always yes. said that. Yes. You've like, always said that. Get, well, because like, here's the thing is the oldest profession, right? It's not going away. No. Yeah. yeah. Let them be, let them have the legal leeway to say no. Let them be able to pick who they participate in these transactions with. Let them have legal recourse. They, they deserve STD testing. They should be able to require yes. their partners to be STD tested. Mm-hmm. Why should their profession why should OSHA not be involved in their I profession when there's a transaction of services? Mm-hmm. I'm just saying it's not the profession I would choose, but you know what else I wouldn't do? Fucking be a taxidermist. Does that right. mean that they shouldn't be allowed to participate in their chosen perfection? Absolutely not. Like women only, the, not even just women anymore, the trans people, the, the men, all kinds of people participate in, and I'm not talking about the ones that are being taken advantage of and exploited. I'm talking about the people that are willingly participating in it. They deserve the same protections as everybody else. And like, if you don't like it, get your fucking significant other in check. But that's the problem is because they're trying to legislate based on Christianity. Right. Right. Well, like they made that legal though. Like these women could have security, safety, Mm -hmm. security guards there. Not have to worry about pimps that are taking like not have to worry about keeping them high. Mm -hmm. Not have to worry about not doing something where they're like, this one's a no for me. They get to pick. Yeah. 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 Like having actual security, like that. That would just be a game changer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And And it might health benefits insurance a lot of the the stigma behind mm-hmm. it of it being so bad well and i hate to be you this know? person too but like if you are in a situation where your significant other does step out on you and goes to sex work i would like to know that my health and safety is protected mm-hmm. if they were to come home and i didn't know that they were doing that like right. at least i would know that these individuals in these places have safety protocol in place that i'm not going to end up with fucking aids or herpes or something because they have regulations in place that dictate what can be done and what can't be done like it just it it, i feel the same way about drugs i feel like people are going to do what they're going to do we may as well place practical regulations Mm -hmm. in place to protect the people who are unwillingly or unknowingly participating in it or are bystanders of it like yes sex work isn't going away y'all I bet you a lot of women would go into sex work if it was like that because the oh, amount totally. of money they would make would be fucking insane. Like out out of this world, they would make so much money. Well, so and- I- go ahead, Stacey. Go ahead. I was gonna kind of change the subject, so go ahead. It also takes away from there's a stigma around sex work that one of the reasons it's kind of like forbidden or whatever, or people perceive it as forbidden. One is, is Christian toxicity. And two, because there's an overwhelming perception that women don't like sex. So to, to legalize it, you're also saying that there's women who are legally participating in sex acts. When I think a lot, or I think some of the draw for some men is having sex with women who think that they don't want to participate. It's that like chase. It's that I caught mm. you and now I have you and like, you're going to do this for me. And power. I it's control, it's a power thing. It's a power and control mm, thing. Yeah. So when you change the dialogue around it and women are saying, no, I actually enjoy sex and I wouldn't mind making money off of it for 20, 30, like 20 years, like till I'm 40, whatever the case may be. I don't know what you're into, but you know, you do you like, you also pull some of that stigma away and you can go into these interactions. Do you know how many more women I think would willingly go with their partners 
to brothels and participate in these things with their male counterparts if it was legal and safe. And they knew the women were willing participants. Like, if go you ahead, had, honey. If, well, no, listen, if you were married to a man and he was interested in having a threesome, there's a lot less risk in going to a brothel and having a threesome with a sex worker that has no emotional investment. No, you're just a fucking number totally. four on the night that yep. he can get that out of his system. You can see if it's something you're interested in and no one's calling your home at two in the morning. No one's fucking chasing down. No one's finding you at work. No one's calling your kid's school. It, it takes that, that like the thing that's always been in the shadows and pushes it out into the light and things always are better in the light. So I actually think it would be a healthy evolution of our purity culture and our, our intuitive, like bullshit nature around sex. If we legalize sex work, like you want to try something, go try it with a sex worker. Totally. You're not going to have like an awkward experience with a friend. They're not, they're not going to call you freaking out, clingy, having a, a, Mm -hmm. a meltdown over you. They don't give a shit. They don't even remember your name. Yeah, they're not falling in love. They're not falling in love. It's a very safe space. You're on to something, Jax. If you have people trying to figure out their sexuality, if you could go to a brothel and explore those possibilities, you'd have a lot less people in situations where where they're harming themselves, harming people that they care about or in relationships that they shouldn't be in. Like it just, it makes a safe space for sexual exploration, which is a human function. I give Dempsey a gift certificate for a birthday. <laughs> Thank, I'd appreciate that, Julie. Thank you. So I've been like really into documentaries lately. And the other one I wanted to touch on was on um, Hulu. It's the John Bonet one. I've always been very like whatever about it. Like it's it's so publicized that I don't care because there's so many theories you know, and, and everybody thinks the family was involved or brother the brother did it. did it. And that's just what everybody's saying. So I was like, I don't care. But then I saw a TikTok where they said new DNA technology has come out where mm-hmm. they could find out some information. So I looked up the, the John Bonet Ramsey um, documentary on Hulu and I watched it and it ta- it says, okay, like, we're not going to talk at all about theories about the family and the brother. We're going to talk about the other theories that, ha- that were in, you know, people involved. So it goes over the top four suspects that are not related to her. And it goes very deep. And they, I mean, it was very convincing for like two or three of them. I was like, nope, that's it. That's the person that did it. Then they'd go to the next person. I was like, oh, nope, that's the person that did it. <laughs> and they also DNA tested one of the suspects, you know, like uh, currently, you know, like to get him out of the, the pool of suspects. So I thought that was really cool. And the dad does a bunch of the interviews too and says, I get it. Even if I'm cleared, DNA like cleared, like I've been, but with this new technology, there's going to be people out there that still think that I'm involved and I'm yeah. an old man now and I don't care anymore. My daughter's gone and that's all that matters. So it was really interesting to watch it from a different perspective of not just blaming it all on the family. Yeah. Um, outside influences. So I highly recommend that one, but I'm also really excited to see if the Boulder police turn over the DNA to get tested with this new technique, because mm-hmm. they're saying 
that this will give you answers in 24 hours for who the person is that killed her. And they need to just just turn that over so quick. Yep. Boulder police is holding on to the DNA and not releasing it. I think the only reason to do that is that they lost it. They misplaced it or they Can you imagine just misplacing evidence like that from a case. It got wet in storage or they didn't properly take care of it. So it like molded whatever the case may be. I think if they were negligent would be the only reason they would not give it up to be tested because yeah, what the fuck other reason could there be? Here's what so blows I'm really excited. Here's what blows my mind about that. Listen, I work for local government. Stacy works for local government. We have to have meticulous files oh for God. fucking waivers that you signed seven years ago to participate in swim lessons. That don't like, even mean anything. That don't mean anything. Like just in case, because the lawsuit could hold. So how police departments can just lose. Like, can you imagine we have to get a waiver for every kid that goes through every swim lesson, like every mm-hmm. program, everything you do, fucking waivers for picnic rentals for every time you rent mm-hmm. anything in a city, we have a waiver for it. Yep. And we have to hang on to those for whatever your disclosed period mm-hmm. of time is. So if you have DNA evidence in one of the most highly publicized murders that has ever taken place in the United States, and it just be like, I, I don't know, it got like moldy. Like we put it in the, we put yeah, it, it was fridge, here, but it wasn't like the right fridge. Some, I don't like, are you kidding me? We have to have a whole, we have to have a representative from every department meet quarterly to decide what records can be destroyed and what cannot everyone has to sign off on it and then department heads have to sign off like it's a whole thing to get things shredded and i'm talking about picture waivers like mm-hmm. how could the denver police so egregiously misplace shit like this from watching like svu and like tv shows like i just picture like the guilty person putting a fake mustache on and, and getting access to the like boxes that are in cold case like area and sneaking it out of there because of what the hell else could the explanation be? Like you know what I mean? Panther dinner. The like reason, unless it was negligence and it's going to come back and look so bad on them. And that's what the dad thinks. That's what her father is saying. Like. Why else would you not release this to give me closure on what happened to my daughter? I mean, right. guys, listen, though, like, this is so crazy because if you th- think about it, like, we're finding out more and more how negligent police departments mm-hmm. are. Like, look at what happened in Uvalde. Like, look at what this, if this is really, like, if this is accurate, like, Stacey, I know you're kind of just speculating, like, that you're thinking this is the reason. Like, but chances are it's probably the reason. Like, so, like, and then like we have these shootings and like we have like something does need to be done about our when there's no accountability yeah what happens yeah Mm -hmm. and it's so scary and sad and it's it's so frustrating because you know like the people that are so for our police departments are so against socialized anything even though this is socialism essentially like you know what i mean so it's like can't we just make them better like, have you matter. ever, have you ever seen the John Mulaney thing where he's talking about like being a police officer, like back <laughs> yes. before technology yes. and he's like, yes. we're going to draw a line around the body. So we know where it was <laughs> right. talking about, like, bank robberies and stuff. And he's right. like, they just like shoot the name of like the gang in the back of a rail car or whatever. Right. Like, yes. They yes. all dress up in suits to go like rob yes. the bank. Like, right. Well, I mean, you're completely right, Aaron. Like you're talking about one of the most unregulated, 
unregulated entities that exist in our modern society, like police officers for as much responsibility as they're given, as much of the public safety as they hold in their hands is attributed to them. There's so little accountability for it. And listen, I think no accountability makes good cops have bad names because right. like, if, if no one's double checking you, if no one's checking up on your work, like mistakes happen, people get lazy, people get complacent, people get tired, all kinds of things can happen. So if no one's double checking your work, those mistakes don't get caught. Even if it was with right. no bad intention, it could have really been just a misplacement of whatever with no ill intention, no, no, no harm meant to be created. But because there's so little accountability and there's no double checking in these things because no one wants to point a finger at a cop, these mistakes continuously happen. The problem is people's lives are literally in, like I tell my staff all the time, don't worry about it. No one's going to die. If like you don't get your report in, we'll, we'll deal with it on Monday. Don't kill yourself over it. All these things. That's in my job. That's not true for them. So right, like, yeah. like someone they might die. They someone did die. In place. Yeah. Right. But because there isn't any, I mean, I'm grateful sometimes when I send my stuff out to a second person to look at it and they're like, oh, there's these four mistakes. I'm like, oh, yeah. thanks for catching that before I sent it up. That wasn't intentional, but it happens. And right. police are human. So mistakes yeah. happen, but because we hold so little accountability for them. These, these change the course of victims and survivors and, right. and families' lives. So well, you're exactly small, right. And these small mistakes end up leading to these huge ones that happen. Like, I mean, just, just for instance, just watching the videos that have surfaced from the shooting at the, at Uvalde school, school oh. like just like the pure fucking ridiculousness of just a bunch of cops standing around listening to people get shot like what the fuck right like so it's like that's a huge mistake so then we have this huge mistake and then we have this other small mistake in a completely different area which it's like but you're right like the accountability isn't there and it's like what are we doing like why why are these people not held accountable why are we allowing this to happen why why are we our tax dollars going to pay for this when you're not doing your fucking jobs like it just yeah. well i hope that with this new technology that they have with dna that it's going to hold these cops like accountable for right. where is this dna and why are you not releasing it right. when we get answers because the stakes because are just feel, so high i feel really bad for the family because right. after watching this like documentary about like how clear it could be that it's not the family because mm-hmm. the only like tabloids that i had read the headlines of because i did not dive into this until recently we're always the families involved or it was the mm-hmm. brother. Right. That's all I see. That's all like you see in headlines. So to watch this documentary and see that there are suspects that like there's a footprint that is so clearly one of the like workers in the house outside the window, like just very obvious, obvious like hints that it could be somebody else. Imagine being that boy growing up. Not only do you have to live with the tragic fact that your sister was murdered in your house, Mm -hmm. you also have to live with the fact that everybody's accusing you of doing it. Right. When you were just a child. Totally hated. Plus the parents. 
I mean, like the grieving and the devastation and everything caused them to like get divorced. Now they're living with like this, like well, the mom of, died, like, right? The mom died yeah, of, of cancer. Cancer, yeah. I think they they were splitting they, up. No, and they they died separated, and then the mom died. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So like the dad is still being accused and hated on, walking down the street, like being yelled at, like. Mm-hmm. And if he is completely innocent, you're going through that after losing your kid. That's right. horrific. Yeah. Yeah. So like, if you could do anything to like, give them the tiny bit of closure, especially before this old man dies, like, come on. Right. Like it's I'm, ridiculous. I'm just it's worth it. Yeah. Happens. Well, yeah. It, and Aaron, what you were saying about with like the Uvalde police and we've all seen the videos and I, I think I can speak for everyone here, when I say that it's fucking painful to watch mm-hmm. a group mm-hmm. of armed police officers stand outside a schoolroom listening to literal children being murdered and then not i hope i didn't sound flippant when i was saying that oh no 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 no. i I was agreeing with you that's what i took from what you were saying but the the accountability part of that is (laughs) if there's if nothing comes of like if if i were the department head of or whatever they are the fucking chief chief police of that uvalde shooting i would be like we hear you where everything is under review and we are spearheading the best, um, you know, mass shooting training regiment that has ever existed. Mm. We're taking in, we're, we're observing 10,000 hours of mass shooting on videotape and we're coming up with the most comprehensive, uh, advanced school shooting approach or, or mass shooting, whatever, whether it be in a, a movie theater or, or a concert or whatever, mm-hmm. we are going to take this tragedy. And not only are we holding everybody a, a, accountable, because really beyond those officers, who's actually accountable for that are the, the, the captains and the sergeants and the lieutenants that were mm-hmm. in charge of right. those yeah. officers. Cause right. when you're in military, you're in police or whatever, you're not going anywhere until the person above you says some says to go there. And mm-hmm. I know that's hard for people to understand And I know your knee jerk reaction is, I don't care what someone would have said to me, I would have gone in, but you are trained to believe that you don't, they, everybody knows more than you. And if you're just a foot soldier and they're telling you to hold your place, it's, it's for a reason. And that if you go in, you could cause more damage. Right. So I don't hold those individual officers who are in the hallways as responsible as I do the commanding officers that were over them. And I know it's painful to watch because everyone's knee jerk reaction is if that was my kid, I would have fucking burst down the door, but you believe someone has more information and you believe right. in your command staff. You're, right. That's what you, I'm saying. You believe in your command staff. I so mean, that's- I would be saying we are rehauling the whole system. We are going to take where we're holding a, an entire like convention over every police department that's been involved in a shooting uh, of, you know, over 10 people or five people or whatever in the United States in the last three years. And we're coming up with a definitive fucking plan on mm-hmm. how to handle this. And we are spending a billion dollars on training all our staff, but instead there's secrecy. There's, there's hiding behind fucking policy. They're hiding behind unions. And that's the biggest problem with police departments. They never beyond holding themselves accountable policy wise, they never take responsibility when something goes sideways. They never come out and say that was fucking bullshit. And we know it's bullshit. And we are going to do everything we can Mm -hmm. to make brotherhood. 
that that does right. But that's why people don't trust them because when people don't take responsibility for something, like I tell my kid all the time when he says, I'm sorry, I say, what does, what does it mean when you say I'm sorry? Because I have told him when you tell someone you're sorry, it means that you won't do it again. It doesn't matter how you feel. It means that you're going to make an active effort not to do that thing again. That's what I'm sorry means. So thoughts and prayers, we shouldn't have done like none of that matters unless you're taking actual action to ensure that this doesn't happen again. And you know what? If it does, we're bringing all hell hellfire down on this individual and we're going to be taking them out within three minutes or like whatever the standard is that they set, even if it's giving a little bit more autonomy to the people that are in the halls, hearing things take place when their fucking commanding officers are outside on a radio waiting for commands from, from somebody who's sitting up on a hill 40 yards away. Like you have a certain amount of autonomy in the, in the military or at their fucking house and still working on getting there. So like military rules of engagement state that if you encounter an armed combatant, that like if someone approaches you and that they're armed, you are allowed to engage with them as long as they they pose like a direct threat to you, like holding up a weapon or or holding a weapon at someone else. And you are allowed at that point to act outside of your orders to defend yourself and the, the personnel or the civilians around you. I don't know why that's not implemented in the police force, because there are far fewer casualties of innocence in military when you're talking about way high, way more stressful situations in unfamiliar environments in unfamiliar countries. Right. Like you so essentially to- it would like, I don't mean to cut you off, Josh, no, sure. but we were saying, so essentially it would like roll down the chain as the highest commanding officer that's on scene now is calling the shots. So what would essentially happen is the commanding officer would give the autonomy to the soldiers to say, we're holding on a, a full scale attack. If you are, if you encounter uh, a person who's going combat. to hurt you, if you're, if you encounter combat, fire yeah. at will. Like that's, so you that should be a rule anyways. So you mm-hmm. place some of the autonomy on, so you don't have 25 officers standing in a hallway who are Put waiting for commands sanitizer. from someone who's not on site. Like right. every agency across the globe is not implementing this strategy or some type of training into their weekly, monthly, whatever it is they train. I don't know what the fuck they're doing. This is an issue because this could be used in schools, nightclubs, all malls, hospitals, all these things like fairs, uh, events, the same tactics and the same protocol could be used in all of these horrible fucking things that keep happening. Like, and I do think that some departments probably do do this stuff and do this training and whatever, but why every single one is not worried about this, especially in our schools with our little bitty kids in it. Fuck you and your pro-life fucking bullshit. You don't make any fucking sense. You are a fucking hypocrite and you're full of shit. Pro-life, yeah. fine. That's your fucking personal belief. Pro-life until you're born. And it's it, like, 
it doesn't it force birth. doesn't make any fucking sense to me and it blows my fucking mind you cannot be pro-life and pro-gun whatever the fuck because ooh, guns ooh. are killing people can guns we, are killing our kids can we go Every, into something else that's gonna hold make on. you just as mad i want to clarify something before i get a bunch of messages tell me correct me about the military you could also get an order from your commanding officer that says fire under no you will not fire on anyone for any reason whatsoever. So before anyone ats me and fucking sends me a message saying, well, you could get a, not all, you don't always get autonomy as, as an officer, as a soldier. Sometimes they tell you to stand down. Sometimes they don't give you anything. 100%. You're absolutely right. You will be told that, that you are to hold withhold fire under all circumstances. I just wanted to clarify. This shit pisses me the fuck off. Get ready to be more it's mad, good. Julie, for this fake fucking uh, pro-life stuff. I hate stuff. learning stuff on here. Because <laughs> I've been really, I sent you guys that, I sent you guys that video this morning, but I've been so mad about this whole PACT Act thing. Like, oh God. so, so mad about it. Because again, Republicans who claim to be pro-life and claim to be pro-military, right? Like they support our troops and but they can't pass this one thing to provide funding for veterans who have uh, yeah who have who have medical conditions from being exposed to burn pits and it's fucking disgusting because if you watch that video it's like 10 minutes long john stewart talking about it and he just like he just gets it you know what i mean like he called everybody out he called out to me for refusing to meet with any of the veterans. He to called out Mitch the senator from Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. He called out Mitch McConnell for um, telling the representative from the VFW that they were going to get this done. And then he flipped. They're trying to make it sound like there was no discretion for this money. And it was going to be $400 million, right. million, billion, billion, 400 billion, billion dollars that could just be used on any it's bullshit. Right. And so I just like that. He talked about like, Oh, you know how they said, like, they'll, they'll bring it back up when they, when they go back into session. Like he was like, they're not on Senate time. They're on cancer time. Yeah. And it's mm-hmm. not the same. You know what I mean? Like, uh, let me tell you, so you know, fight for let me this. tell you like, something for the first responders. Like it's so sad. I, I spent 14 months off the coast of Iraq, 14 months. And there were several weeks at a time where we had to wear gas masks on the flight deck because biological warfare was in the air i'm not saying it was necessarily dropped on us but our detectors went off was about so let me tell you something when you are running around a flight deck in 132 degrees which is the deck temperature not the actual ambient temperature but the deck temperature where your boots stick to the flight deck and you're wearing a gas mask for 20 of those hours it's horrific there was 20 six yellow shirts on my ship on the flight deck there was more in the hangar bay but i don't know that number so i'm not going to give it out seven of those 26 i'm 41 years old i was 20 when i went in so i was 22 when i was over there seven of us have died of brain cancer seven before the age of 41 so the idea and you went there right after so you were 21 Yes, That's what she said. Whatever. I was 22. Oh. I, it was my 21st birthday the day the war started. So seven of us have died of brain cancer. Not a single one of them, not a single one of their families has gotten a military benefit because they will not link it to Iraq. Um, 
which is bullshit because you're not going to tell me that seven people who are in the same location under the age of 40 have now died of brain cancer and it's not linked. Right. So the, the Congress doing this now when military service members are literally Literally dying dying of cancer enrages me to a Mm -hmm. point that I can't even, because I, I firmly believe that the military should be paying out these seven families that I know. Yeah. They, they owe the money. And I don't know. I mean, we're 41 now. I would assume probably another three or four of us are going to die before the age of 50, just statistically. Well, your Um, one friend has it and she's beating it. Yes. Yeah. Currently. So that's number eight. And you were friends, friends with her. Like she hung out and stuff. Yeah. We we drank together. Frustrating that he brought up was that like, they're not supportive of the troops. They're supportive of the war machine. Yes. And that's the difference. Yeah. He brought up some kind of, oh, and I don't know the name of it. It's like the overseas something, something. He said, if you want to look at bullshit spending and bullshit money that's listed in a budget, it's not this, it's this offshore something, something budget, which is like literally just a slush fund. And it just is disgusting. Rick Scott, how fucking tone deaf do you have Ugh, to be I to post how oh, he was with the USO and they were packed, they were, they were putting together care packages for the troops. And he's asking the guy that's next to him, like, did you get your care package yet? Well, and that's, and you it's, your so, cookies? it's so fucked up because we all know why they're, they're doing this to get back at the the senators that are going to pass the build back better like right and it's so fucking it, disgusting because they wouldn't disgusting. even meet with them and it was the right. same thing with the 9 11 first right. responders when john stewart was working oh. with them they didn't even show up yeah. those people were dying they're using right. their last moments to fight for this so right. uh, they're not going to benefit for it from it so other people can benefit from it and they don't yes. even have the decency okay. to show up yeah, like it's Julie disgusting. said, pro life, mm. my ass. Mm-hmm. They are not pro life. They're pro money in their pockets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, being lined by these That's giant corporations. Gross. And it's it's sad and it's disgusting. And you know what? And it's not just the Republicans. I'm not saying that there are no Democrats that are getting their pockets lined. I'm not saying that. But no, but it's, it's interesting but it's to be that like oh, we'll support our troops and burp, 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 right, burp, burp. exactly. Yeah, you won't. Right. It's the same with like the police, like all these Republicans who support police officers, but then look down at the Capitol police that helps save the lives of our senators. And it's like, what, what are you talking about? So Uh, really you only like them when they're killing black people. Yeah. That's what you're saying. I just like, it's so fucked up. You're so highly, like, that's the best thing that's been said all night. You only like when they're killing black black people and you only care about veterans when they're marching in your fucking parades. Yeah. Right. That's yeah. it. Right. right. You, it's just it's the I, same. I it's, it's the same agenda. Mm-hmm. Like you only care about them when they're doing something for you. You only care about mm-hmm. babies before they're born, before you have to actually right. well, that's like spend Rick money Scott, on them. though, right. right? He only cares about veterans when he gets a photo op putting together care right. packages, but he can vote against the package. Yeah, and it's how long did that disgusting. how long did that care package photo take? Probably oh, I'm sure he was seconds. there for one minute taking right. a picture and then left exactly. he wasn't packing those things. Ugh, I, I just highly him. recommend you guys go watch that video of John Stewart yeah, because John it's Stewart like it's 10 good. minutes long, but it's so 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 good did you send it to us i know he's i know he's i did i sent you like the jimmy kimmel tweet but if you click on that 
he like retweeted the video like I know Jon Stewart's a celebrity but he is so passionate about politics and about about people uh, being treated properly like not I mean yes first responders yes veterans but like all people right and And that's so it's so wonderful to hear him get so passionate about this like I want to vote for him you know I know what I'm saying a couple like, people were like, oh my God, like they need to yeah. like if Tucker Carlson runs that, that like John Stewart's who the Democrats need to run. And he was like, no, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I know. And I'm like, you know, you, he, I, I, my whole thing is that it's just, I wish we all could take a, just an ounce of his passion and his humanity. Because, yeah. Cause it's yeah. like, if, if people could have that people that don't, if they could have just one little piece of it, maybe they would fucking see how ridiculous this is. Right. Also, fucking ridiculous. Celebrities are allowed to have opinions. They live in this fucking country. Well, right. Yeah, he exactly. Has been, he, his entire life, especially since nine 11 right. has really, really dedicated himself to standing up for people and using mm-hmm. his platform right. really, really to benefit other groups. And, and that's what is good about him being a celebrity tell. because his platform is huge and right. he does reach people. Well, and, and he's somebody that people respect too mm-hmm. because he's not frivolous, I think because of the kind of work that he's done. But mm-hmm. he very much like, like what he said that broke my heart was when he said, he gave all these examples and he said, I'm used to the hypocrisy. I'm used to the lies. I'm used to the cowardice. I'm used to all of this, but I'm not used to the cruelty. Uh. Which is shocking because we all should be used to the cruelty because they're fucking cruel. And you can tell he gets all choked up and he like, you can just tell that he really cares and that he, you know, like. uh, There's a lot of celebrities that are putting out extremely good content and doing things like if people this term do not go out and vote all these fucking idiots out of office like i don't i do not know what people are doing with their fucking life like there's so many don't you have done pissed off all the fucking women you've pissed off all the women you know i mean (laughs) listen like if they if people don't go out and vote every fucking republican they can out we are we're gonna crumble we deserve it and right yeah, we do totally. i mean honestly two years biden can veto stuff but after that because we know this is going just, to be on biden though we need totally. new everybody but this oh, is no, i, I think agree this is with interesting you on that because ted cruz posted a video an hour ago on twitter right Ugh. where he went on and said he added um john stewart and said you're wrong here the bill gives a 400 billion dollar blank check separate from vets care for unrelated pork that will supercharge inflation I support the PACT Act and the $679.4 billion it would dedicate to vets. It's people trying to use the PACT Act to shove more pork who are exploiting vets. So John Stewart said, oh, dearest Theodore, I do appreciate you and Jesse B. Waters trying to rally the forces, misin- forces of misinformation to try and kill more vets. But not tonight, sweetie. I'll go slow because I know you only went to Princeton and Harvard. No one is playing politics with the PACT Act, but you, Toomey, and your band of merry monsters. Stop fucking around and pass the bill you had already passed. Thank you for coming to my Ted Cruz talk. And then he said, this isn't a game. I know this isn't a game. Real people's lives hang in the balance. People that fought for your life. The PACT Act you voted for then inexplicably shot down is the same one as um, Senators Tester and Moran posted online in May, which you read because you're smart. And he spelled that all wrong. (laughs) I just, yeah, I, uh, it's just so frustrating do you do you guys follow uh michael rapaport 
Oh, okay. I love Michael Rappaport. Oh my God, I, I love, love him. him. The way he goes off and does not give a fuck about anything and is just calling out everybody and all of his stuff. I'm like, mm. I love that man. He is so funny and yeah. so direct. <laughs> Like he's he has a big following too. I love how he calls a uh, Trump dick stain Donald. <laughs> <laughs> he's brutal, but I think that's nice to have somebody like that. That because Democrats have a tendency to be more PC, more like we're not gonna say horrible shit about you. Like these are that this motherfucker does not care. <laughs> can can I mention one more thing that happened today that just like is. Uh, just one of those things. So did you see that Trump can face up to six months in jail because he's been using the president, he used the presidential seal at a golf tournament in like Saudi Arabia or something. Oh my God. <laughs> I hope he does put that it's fucking so, it Or maybe it wasn't, awful. it was a Saudi backed um, thing, uh, uh, golf tournament, but like, right. you're not the president. Right. You lost not. Let Can you guys know. give me a rough breakdown and maybe for anybody else that hasn't had time to follow it of the January 6th hearings? Like I mean, just rough? a rough breakdown. Trump is uh, guilty. Yeah, guilty rough breakdown mother- is there's a shit ton of evidence that shows that they not only incited all of this, they wanted to take down the metal detectors because they knew people had weapons. Uh, he didn't care. He said, they won't shoot me. That's fine. Um, he, there's tons of evidence that several high up people were giving people tours. So they'd know where mm-hmm. to go. It was totally premeditated. Mm-hmm. They 100% were planning they on met beforehand. Mike Pence and Nancy Pelosi and a bunch of other Is people. everybody going to jail? I don't know. Great question, Julie. <laughs> we'll have to wait and see. Yeah. That's a terroristic act on the fucking white house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And, and then there's like. That- that smart when it comes to this stuff and i know you can't do that well then then there's all this evidence that like apparently they really were talking about invoking the 25th amendment yes. and like everybody's like going back on that now okay, what, would, what would that mean what would that mean because i don't know what that means what does that mean take him out of power yeah it means like, all the cabinet so trump's appointed uh cabinet positions so like secretary of state secret, like all the people that he appointed would get together and say you're unfit, unfit for fucking office. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There his dereliction of duties, his the 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 fucking everything was still on fire. Oh, People were still hiding God. and wearing gas masks. And he just like ate dinner and went to bed because he was mm-hmm. tired. He needed <sighs> to go night night. He was a little tight tight. Did did you guys see that, oh, that drama? Kathy. That that video. I love watching Julie get stressed when she just like discovers this. <laughs> well, it's like, like no, but you should read it, Julie. You should go back and at least try and find some YouTube videos that have like just some brief rundowns on it because you're gonna your brain's gonna explode when they start talking about how the Secret Service was deleting text messages and how he tried to grab the fucking steering wheel and force the Secret Service to drive him down there. So here's a better- Trump? I'll you, yeah. I'll give, yeah. I'll give you a really good resource, Joel. If you go to- because There's you're been a baby lot, here right? for six weeks, but I'm eight days free right here, now. So here's I've got a good all the resource for everyone. All right. If you Holy are short shit. on time and you like listening to podcasts just on like your commute or whatever. Yeah, like, I do. Okay. Go to Rachel Maddow on the podcast. If you type in Rachel Maddow, 
Um, M-A-D-D-O-W? M-A-D-D-O-X. Um, so if you go to Rachel Maddow, she gives like with four other commentators, like an hour recap after every single hearing. That's way, and they do like actual clips. So they're not just paraphrasing. Right. They do clips of it and then analyze what was said. And listen, it's a liberal thing. It's partisan, but you can listen to what they actually said also. That's the fastest one I have found um, because I can't watch hearings during the day. I'm at work. So Hers seems to be the most concise, like roundup of what happened. Um, I also listen, I go to sleep every night listening to Rachel Maddow. I like her voice, but she does a recap uh, with like four other people. And then she does one like on her own for an even, even briefer one, which is like 40 minutes long. So you can kind of pick and choose, but she goes through each and every um, hearing that i mean are they gonna fucking arrest these people and charge up to them? congress or, or are can, we just it's up to um sitting around playing and grab ass and not doing anything here's the one thing i want to talk about and then we're gonna get that's a terroristic act if, if, if it were anybody else if that was the democrats these oh, yeah. motherfuckers would be getting I think they would have been, down they would have been shot before they reached the building we're, we're gonna go to a i'm obsessed with too. but the reason some people are really frustrated. I actually got this email today and I wasn't going to talk about it because I didn't know if we were going to talk about politics. People are really frustrated that Merrick Garland, who is in charge of the DOJ, hasn't actually prosecuted Trump yet. Here's some, here's a few things you need to remember. Number one, the what is she over. Republican or Democrat? He's not either. He's the head of the DOJ. He was going to be the Supreme Court. Going to be a Supreme Court justice. He was going to be a Supreme Court justice. He's the one that Mitch McConnell blocked because it was Obama's last year in office. But he's been a judge his whole adult life. Like he was a lawyer, then a judge. Everybody. And he's a Supreme Court justice, which means he was nominated to be one. Mitch McConnell blocked it. Now he's the head of the DOJ. So it's up to the DOJ to prosecute trump and his the doj is like the federal yeah uh, the department of justice like the the federal uh, district attorney yeah so here's like the thing they that have they, to press the charges so merrick garland is in charge of the doj it's up to him whether or not they go after trump and people are super frustrated that nothing has happened yet but let me just let's all take a step back take some emotion out of it okay and look at it from fifty thousand feet for a second the doj is not going to do anything until all the evidence is presented Okay, so if you're expecting them to like sweep into the courtroom Mm -hmm. and fucking put them in handcuffs and take them out, this isn't TV. So chill out. As amazing as that would be, I understand what you're saying. Also, (laughs) the DOJ is not a a public facing entity. They are not required by law to show us what they're investigating, to show us their facts, to show us their figures. So them being quiet doesn't mean they're not working on this. They're being professional, really. That's what they're supposed to do. The evidence is presented and they can choose or not choose to investigate the evidence that is presented to them. You should not expect to hear what is going on at the DOJ because that is how things are supposed to run. Mm -hmm. Like you won't hear it until someone is arrested because that is how the DOJ works. We have to stop expecting this spectacle to take place. This isn't law and order. It's not going to be on TikTok. It's not going to be on TikTok if Trump gets arrested. Yeah. So do we like the leader of the DOJ? Like is Garland is a very... The reason he was nominated for the Supreme Court by President Obama, he thought he would get through because he's very fair. He's... No one can really 
decide if he's a Republican or a Democrat. He's which is how judges should be there, which is how judges should be. Right. He was he was liked by Not both parties. Separation of church and state. That's so he's very fair. So if there's something there to find, Mayor Garland is going to find it. So everyone needs to stop waiting for this spectacle and let the DOJ do their work. Because I'll tell you what, you don't take a swing at the former president unless you can make it stick. Yep. So they are going to mm-hmm. cross their T's, dot their I's, double check everything before you hear a, a whisper of what's going on. You're over not going to swing and miss because then that will be a part of his next campaign and he exactly. will get reelected right. by these fucking yeah, idiots that just want to be a part of something. So He's all of this, what's down. Mayor Garland doing? What's going on? Listen, guys, investigations take a long time. They have to depose a lot of witnesses. This Again, not law and order. So as this evidence is being presented, they have to go back now and interview, get them deposed, get them on record, get them under oath. Get They have to yeah, actually yeah. investigate the accusations. So, well, And the hard part is a lot of the evidence is hearsay. Except witness tampering, that can be proven, and Mm -hmm. fraud. Like, a lot of this stuff can be proven, but the wheels of justice are slow. So, it's not TikTok. Be patient. You just know that if Mayor Garland brings brings charges, they're going to be ironclad. No one's getting out of them. All right. What is everyone obsessed with this week? We're going to start with Erin, because I think she's probably... Oh, actually... Jewel, do space corner real quick. Can you stop? Oh, well, I'm going to continue my space corner. So there was a couple things. I don't think anybody's going to be interested on in what I thought it would be interesting because it's just a lot of electronics and stuff. Um, first of all, uh, Jeff Bezos is taking six more people into space on August 4th. So it's peanut ro- penis rocket ship. We're wasting a bunch of fucking money, freaking money on that sorry he's um, real proud of his second COVID shot okay um, good job Lincoln. um good job, also Lincoln. we are having two major asteroids whiz by us one of them happened at 7 p.m eastern time earlier we're having even a bigger one that's like 50 stories high come by us tomorrow they're not going to even hit our orbit and even if they did, they would probably disintegrate before they ever hit Earth. But um, they're flying by Earth, which is think, thinking that thought of how little we are <laughs> and like all the shit that probably flies by us all the time just is crazy to me. But again, we have our orbit, we have our atmosphere where a lot of things, even when they're coming towards Earth, end up disintegrating. But I thought that those were interesting things as far as the mars thing i'm gonna let that go until next week and wait until i have more information on it so that, to actually make it interesting because it's a lot of electronic stuff that is not that great but that's okay yeah that's what we got going on asteroids Aaron, we're starting with you uh so i have been obsessed with myself <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I have been very obsessed with my book, Guarding Evelyn. I released it on the twentieth. Yeah. You're so good at it. I'm self-publishing it, which is was 
Uh, a lot. I don't want to say easier than I thought it was going to be, but a lot smoother. It went a lot smoother than I thought it would be. Um, it's been, uh, I feel like it's, the book has been received very well. Uh, it's doing well. I'm, I'm constantly checking the charts and everything else on Amazon. Um, and I, I'm like packaging books and saying, I've, I've packaged more books and signed more books than ever before. Uh, it feels nice to like have my books being read by more people. You know, I don't care who says that they, you, you write for yourself. Sure. But typically you, you don't just publish for yourself. You publish because you want people to read your stuff. Like, otherwise why? Like Aaron, that's at least how you, I feel. You are so talented and you're such a little chameleon when you get around people. Like <laughs> I wish more people could hear you read and like, be a part of your whole experience. You should record your own audio books. You're, you're so <laughs> I lovable. 1,000% agree. Well, you're you're you. so lovable. Like watching you up there, I w- like you're just adorable. And you're so, <laughs> you like just draw you into it. I'm like, I, I gotta read I'm that book. I'm blushing so hard right now. <laughs> like I, I gotta read that book. Well, thank you so much for you're saying so that. talented mm-hmm. you're you're exceptionally talented yep thank and you. very adorable if there's oh. like people that are like listening to the podcast that don't know erin like go google her because she is really cute she's the cutest well, bird in the world <laughs> she is I very you cute guys. thank you so much for saying all that i'm so embarrassed right now i'm like so she's a, doll. she's a little yeah. doll well, thank prettiest you. bird in the world. Oh, bird. <laughs> I, I mean, to be honest, this has been like a really awesome week for me because I went through a lot of, a lot of shit to get here. So it's, it's felt really, really, really We're good. Are you ever going to do a tell-all? I might. Well, in the beginning of the book, I actually, uh, my acknowledgements, I actually say what happened with this particular book. I feel like being self-published means that that kind of like opens you up to do some kind of out there things that maybe the publishing company didn't let you do. So we're taking glitch to Hollywood. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, listen, I, at this point, when you're self-published, you can do whatever you want. You can write whatever you want. Yeah. I think that's cool. I feel like that's, yeah. You get to tell people your personality more. Yep. Yeah. It's honestly very freeing. And I'm, I'm not saying anything against my old publishing house. Like it, it, I had a very, very nice run there, but I am very happy as a self-publisher like right now, like, and I don't care what anybody says about it. It's the work you put into it is what you get out of it. The book you get out of it, you know, like if you just write a book and publish it, yeah, it's going to suck. But if you write a book and go through the proper process of making sure that you get it edited, making sure that you have proofreaders, making sure that you have beta readers, making sure that you've read it multiple times. Like it, it, it is a process and it, it's not yeah, easy. But fuck but... you guys for letting go Aaron. <laughs> fuck um, you guys for betraying Aaron. At yeah. The tea. yeah. yeah. I mean, so, at the end of the fuck day, you guys I'm, for prioritizing um, heartless wenches that give you a bad name in the rest of publishing. So how about Aaron's that? Aaron's too that nice one. to say it. Aaron's too nice. I am. Fuck y'all. But you know it, what, Bird? In the end, you made the right decision. You chose you and your yep. morals and your, you know, you chose to be a, to, to. You Michelle Obama did. You took the yeah, higher ground. Yeah. I took the, when they went. 
Low, I went high. Yep. And we're this is going to be like a much better journey for you. I feel honestly, because you're worth more than that. (laughs) And And I'll be honest, I can't tell you. Like, I know we're recording right now. I've never had a problem with our publishing house or your ex publishing house. I was so disappointed in how they treated you. So fucking Mm. disappointed in it. It makes me not want to even support them anymore. They did you dirty. Aaron is so fucking amazing and so good to everybody like you're gonna take some bitch ass motherfuckers word over hers yeah fuck but now y'all. like you're reaping the benefits of of putting yourself first and saying no i deserve more than that and like karma you know other okay. authors did you dirty too yeah it's been it's been a, it's been really them. eye-opening to realize that even as you age there are still bullies that exist mm-hmm. and mean really girl. They will throw you under the bus no matter what, and they will try their hard. There, Jackie, your terminology, a ladder kicker, is the most mm-hmm. spot on terminology ever. They didn't throw you under a bus, Aaron. There was no bus. You didn't do anything wrong. They created yeah, a bus true. and then drove it over you. Yeah. Like you didn't. That's very true. Throwing you under the bus implies that you did something and they told on you. They yeah, did something did bad. Uh huh. And then drove it over you because they were intimidated and they yeah. can fuck mm-hmm. all the way off. Yeah. All the way off. More. I'm than not one. even cutting this out of the podcast. No, fuck them. All right. This is our too all. cute. You guys got to go read her book and look her up. She's too cute. People get yeah. intimidated by her. I'm oh very God. happy yeah. with with everything that's happened so far, and it. I went through a lot of shit to get here, but it feels great and. Aaron, you're like I'm proud of you, Aaron. Person you. in the whole world, like you care. You're so concerned about how other mm-hmm. people feel. Julie doesn't know what that's like. Yeah, <laughs> aren't you tired? <laughs> Why do you care? So many feels all the time. It, it exhausts me thinking of how much you put into this. Shit. Oh my god, you would how be, do you get anything done? You'd be exhausted all the time. You're it's, just it's really hard living a, in my brain. You're just such like a good person mm-hmm. genuinely Thank like you. your soul is just pure as fuck like this is my favorite podcast <laughs> <laughs> the fact that anybody me. would even consider like getting rid of you like you're gonna kick the puppy someone's gonna ask you in the future what? like what was your favorite episode you're like the one where they complimented me for and i just felt crazy. like a fucking star i on oh, i told julie today i was like i don't know how anyone can be mean to erin she has such labrador energy like oh, you're such totally. a labrador yeah, yeah. <laughs> how, do you, how are you mean to a lab we were talking I mean, in right. i was like i could never in my whole life be mad <laughs> or anything i was like you don't hurt the baby and jack was like you don't kick the puppy i'm like that's yeah. the perfect terminology absolutely like, no Aaron the puppy Aaron. Yeah. well and i feel like honestly like at the end of everything seriously like i i didn't do anything wrong and i no. chose to leave because of how i was treated so and i'm glad that you're acknowledging that yeah, yeah. I, I, well, I don't want anybody to ever think that let's they got do an exclusive no they didn't get rid of you they no, didn't like they didn't get you rid of put me. yourself first for once which right. I'm really really proud of you right. for doing you saw that you were being treated poorly and then yeah. you made the best decision yeah. for you like I will never be censored except yep. every now and then I'm here but whatever yeah, <laughs> <once in a while. laughs> one time I fucking yeah. needed you <laughs> <laughs> and by the way you're welcome for muting. Yeah, right, right. 
right? It's probably a good thing. Probably a good thing. Thank you for looking out for me, Jackie. If I said to you, it's because I love you. Sometimes I I notice I start talking my little things on mute and I'm like, God damn it. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so that's it. That's, that's. We're proud of you, Erin. Yeah, we are. We're very proud of you. Thank you. Erin, you're seriously amazing and you deserve everything great in the whole fucking world. Like, thank you. I hope you get all, all the like good things. Dollars. Thank you. All the things. Thank Except you, thank the you. lottery, bitch. I want to win that tonight. So. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> I would some, hope but... that you would share a little bit. Come on. Right. <laughs> Buy some books. I have a spreadsheet. <laughs> all right. I hope I She does. She has a spreadsheet. You're on the spreadsheet, Erin. <laughs> yes. Thank you, God. Move, move Erin to California. Oh, Everyone God, here is on the spreadsheet. Oh, God. You're Jesus. the best. We really are. Some of you are getting more than others, but <laughs> Julie's getting. I more. just, I just want to, I just want to be moved well, to California. Your sister. Yeah, I'm your it twin. Gail, me, and the dogs. Fuck the house. It makes sense. Jax's spreadsheet is so. She's I hungry. love that she has a spreadsheet for how she will me spend too. hypothetical money. It's the most percent. And then she keeps the same one and updates it depending on the yep. amount. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. So I love it. I gotta be ready. I gotta be I'm ready. Honest. Okay. <laughs> who's, who's next? I'm ready to go. I've got mine. I'm all Stacy's next. Then you. Okay. Stacy. Okay. Uh, so, you know, I'm quick. Um, my daughter called from boot camp on Sunday and she's doing good for anybody that's keeping track. My bonus daughter that was living with us, um, left last Wednesday. Um, so she is in, in it, like she's done, you know, 10 days now. So we should be getting a letter from her soon. She was so mentally ready and I'm super proud of her too. Um, and also I'm really excited. I got this book Freakonomics. Um, I, a long, long time ago, when we first started the podcast, I had taken a sociology class and Stacy and I got into a conversation on one of the episodes. Couldn't tell you which one about, um, just stuff about, uh, the poor people keeping poor people poor and, you know, those situations check into cash and rent to centers. And, mm-hmm. yeah. and it was a really good episode. And it's one of like, my favorite things to kind of look into and Freakonomics is an entire book about those kinds of situations. And I'm so excited to read it. Um, what really got me to buy it was with all the Roe versus Wade, um, stuff that's being talked about in the news right now. Um, the, one of the things they talk about in Freakonomics is the crime rate going down 20 years after Roe Roe versus Wade. Um, so I'm excited to read that chapter. There's other chapters. I mean, some of it sounds really silly, like which is more dangerous, a gun or a swimming pool? What do school teachers and sumo wrestlers have in common? How much do parents really matter? Freakonomics reveals the answer to these and many more questions. It's it's in collaboration between Steve Levitt. You've read, you've listened to their podcast, right? They have a podcast. No. Yeah, that's what this book was written about. They have a whole podcast. Oh, I think the book, came before the podcast because this is actually book one of five um so it's it's uh the first the first edition I'm super excited to dive in and my husband who is very annoying to talk to about (laughs) politics and certain things (laughs) if I tell him like 
hey, they're banning abortion in Texas, he'll be like, show me an article from a, a credible source that says that they're actually banning it. Like he's very like, I need proof because everything is fake news. So I told him I got this book. There's some like really interesting topics. I can't wait to like talk to you about some of these topics. And in the back of the book is 35 pages of where they got their information. So you don't get to argue with me about the credibility of the things in this book. And he's like, okay, like I'm here for it. So I love that Stacey bought a whole book to win an argument with Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think if I, if I get as into this book as I think I'm going to be just based on like the conversations that Stacy and I have had about like my sociology class, I'm going to buy this book for all of you for Christmas yeah. because I just know that we are going to have conversations sparked from this book on mm -hmm. the podcast. So I'm excited. Stace. Okay. I've got, I've got two things. Okay. Number one. Um, and I don't know if Stacy will like this one, I think. Okay. The podcast back to the beach, 10 out of 10 recommend. If you watched Laguna beach, <laughs> I love Laguna beach. Okay. So it's, and all them. It's yes. Steven and Kristen. And they're basically going back and like rewatching every episode of Laguna beach. It's so good. There's been like two episodes so far, I think, but like, it's so interesting to hear about how that show was edited and how they like these poor kids, they literally got paid $2,000 for the entire season to be on this yes. show. Yeah. And it's like, it's just, and super, that show was so popular. I know. And it's just so interesting to hear like the process of it and all of the, like all of these things, like it's just, it's very digestible. The two of them have super great chemistry. They like, always did. Even yeah, on yeah. Yeah. They always made her look like such a bitch. But then going back, you're like, she's like, she's so um, mature now and very much like, oh, I was totally being a spoiled brat, but here's what was going on. Well, yeah, know, she's like, like, what, 17, 18? Yeah, like, she was 17. She a was baby. a junior when they started that show and everybody else was seniors. Yeah, she, but still you're a baby at that age. Yeah. Oh, I gotta watch that because I love Yeah, you should. Be. So it's a podcast, but they also have it on YouTube so you can like watch them talk. Okay. It's so good. I very much am a fan. Okay. okay. The other thing that I've been obsessed with, I'm like not a video game player, but I got an Oculus and I'm very into it. Like oh my God. very into it. Yeah. Playing? Like a lot. Um, if so you can you have a sword fight. Different. Let's have a sword fight. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I want to be in it. Can we do three? Do you have one too? Yeah. You guys. I have, an Oculus. have one. I have an Oculus too. Yeah. Oh my God. We should play. I really like Beat Saber. <laughs> Beat Saber's so fun. I really like Walkabout Mini Golf. I really get, like whatever the other golf one is. I just got it. I don't know what it does. Um, and I just got the one that um the other golf one where you can, it's like you're at Top Golf. Yeah, oh, cool. I got that one. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It's and like I got a ping pong one. thing I haven't played yet. Oh my God. Ping pong's I'm cool. Very oh much into it. We should mini golf together one day, you guys. Let's, let's go do 18 real quick on yeah. a Sunday morning. 
<laughs> I would totally do it. I'll bring them. I'll really bring the mimosas. Like oh my god, I really, really like. Could it. you imagine we had fucking walking into walls and shit? <laughs> there was. I will say, like, if you guys have played the walkabout mini golf, like, if you put your club in the air and then like push the thing up, it you fly, which I didn't know about, and I literally like it gave me instant diarrhea. I was like <laughs> so sick to my stomach, like such motion sickness. <laughs> I went up and I was like flying around and I was like, oh my God, I have to poop. Like it was so bad. I was like, I'm gonna shit myself from the motion sickness. So I like can't do that anymore. It was a lot. I instantly <laughs> shit my pants. I instantly shit my pants. <laughs> not virtually, not virtually in reality. Yeah. So it's just like, I'm so not, it's just fun to do something that's not like, I've been on vacation all week and our trip got canceled because somebody got COVID. So like, I'm just like, whatever, just been fucking, fun. Around, fucking around for a week. And maybe like, that's why you're so tired because you're playing so much Oculus. <laughs> Could She's be. sore. My, I know I'm like, <laughs> but then it is nice. Cause I'm like, oh, instead of just like scrolling on TikTok, like at least I'm like standing doing something. Do you, did you hear me ask if you have supernatural? I'm pretty sure I do. Oh my, I really like supernatural, like to like work out. You do. Oh, I fun. did get it. I did get yeah. it. I haven't it's done fun. anything with it yet. Julie, what are you obsessed with? Hi. Hi. Um, the little step baby child just left yesterday. So I, the only thing I've been able to get into is um, cleaning. Oh, no. Well, we'll talk about it off air. He, he actually is a, is a clean little guy. He, he's, he's actually pretty put together. Um, uh, Blackbird. Have you guys watched that on Apple TV? It's the true story. So rough, rough, because I know Jackson's going to get on to me about time. Um, the acting is not fantastic. It's got 98% on Rotten Tomatoes. So people really like this show. I think, I think it's called Blackbird. I think only because it's based off true events. The main actor who's the one who's supposed to go in and spy on the serial killer Um I don't love him, but everybody else I love, like the actual supposed serial killer, the detectives are all awesome. It's this one guy that like, I don't love. So I'm only two episodes in, so I'm hoping I can evolve like a love for him, but I just think, I don't know if it's the directing or the acting in my opinion is not good. But I have been kind of obsessed with it because it has has it's had such good reviews and I love true stories. So I'm like, okay, well, I'll give it another episode. I'll give another episode. Um, I'm on the third episode now. And besides work and having a kid here, I mean, that's really all I've had time to do. (laughs) And there's been an eight year old boy here for the last six weeks. So it's been a lot of pool, lake, uh, squirt guns, like, and a lot of, what are you doing? Who are you with? Why the fuck you didn't call me? What's going on? Hashtag mom life. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it's not for me. Let me tell yeah. you, it's, it's not for me. Um, I'm obsessed with two things. I'm going to do the first one real quick. Number one, I'm 
almost I'm like 99% sure that like Taylor Swift is entering a new era and like everyone just stand the fuck by because I'm going to lose my mind if it's a whole new era and not just like re-releases. I mean, big fan of the re-releases here for them. New era done. Yeah. (laughs) So very excited about it. Um, especially because I think it's going to be her rock phase, which is there anything hotter than Taylor Swift in a rock phase? I don't think so. So, and I mean that not just like looking at her wise, but just like music wise too. I'm very excited mm-hmm. about it being possibly a rock phase. Uh, <clears throat> so very excited about that. And then the second thing I'm excited about, I started kicking around an idea for a new story and I wrote the first chapter of it. So um my wife stumbled onto some old postcards while we were in Mendocino and they very much looked like they were written to a Mrs. and Mrs. Leslie back in 1930. So, Oh, that's fun. Yeah. So I got like real stuck on not writing in the thirties, but someone finding them in like present day. And mm-hmm. like, I, I got real stuck on that idea. I so, like that. I don't like commit myself fully to any story in the first few chapters. Cause I have to see how it pans out, but, um, I am always excited about writing a new project, especially cause Aaron's dragging her feet on the one we're working on. So oh, whoa. they write the things in the thirties and then there's a serial killer. <laughs> Y'all are so talented and so amazing. I feel like I have to like humble myself to be, you guys you should are- read one of our books, but yeah. I have, yeah. I was the first one to read your first book. So don't, Aaron's are on audio. You can listen to Aaron's. Yes. They don't put me on audio because I'm not popular enough. But I was your first one to read your first book. So Mm -hmm. Jack, oh yeah, I wrote a book. I was like, what? (laughs) That is pretty fucking awesome. Nobody even knew. I'm like, I remember sitting in my couch in Colorado and I'm like, what the fuck do you mean you wrote a book? She's like, (laughs) well, yeah, I just wrote a book. I'm like, nobody just, you just wrote it. Yeah. Like nobody just writes a book. And I said, well, can you send it to me? She's like, yeah. And then I was on my little train ride. Cause I was a conductor for, uh, Union Pacific and I pulled it and then the, the kid back and what are you reading? I'm like, my sister wrote a book. <laughs> and I was like sitting there reading my book with my little, with my little headlamp light reading this damn book and I was like it's fucking great I don't I don't I don't know I've, I've, I I have no one I feel like we can do an entire episode on Julie's jobs that she's had oh my god totally. <laughs> train conductor a uh, helicopter Copter pilot, pilot like yeah. bail she sold insurance but for a while also, yeah Erin <laughs> if your book guard which Stacy would have fired me from yeah <laughs> is your book on audible or just kindle Life just Kindle right now. Well, Kindle, Kindle and okay. paperback. Yeah, I have to. I Lifeguard drinking mimosas and eating edibles. Stacy would have fired me yeah, with a, <laughs> yes, so quickly. <laughs> Imme- like immediately, Stace, come on, really? Yes. Okay. Well, I love you. I'll talk to you on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you at the podcast. I have done better. If the fucking Pullman injure looked like Stacy, <laughs> I'd actually wanted to do good. Uh, that's it for us this week. <laughs> Make your choices. Uh, bye. Okay, bye. 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 Fierce Fan Media.